podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash fmlfpl. Seesaw season continues. Me up and you down this week. How, how are you? Are you okay? Are you fine? Um, just so good. <laughs> you come see, come saw. So tell me about your eighty-eight pointer this weekend. Eighty-eight points. Uh, I mean, it's all about Mo. I was gonna talk about like my hits lately. I've really been good, and I've been net gaining with guys like Raz, Philippe Anderson, and Son. Have just been like. Well, less so Raz, but Son and Felipe Anderson just completely hauling. Even though I got rid of guys who were scoring, it's still great. Um, my rank was even better before Richarlison goal and, and Doc goal and Dean goal and all that shit. But, yeah, it's all about Captain Mo. I mean, if you capped Mo this week, you're fucking flying. Captaining, I haven't, I haven't hit a hat-trick cap. I hit the Coon one last season. It was the last time I can remember hitting like a fucking huge hat trick cap. It was just it was the best thing ever. He's running down the wing, Egyptian king. It's a beautiful time in my life. Um, I, it feels like I'm back. Like I, I'm up pretty much two hundred thousand places. Um, I'll probably the ranks aren't updated yet, but probably settle around like one fifty, one sixty, or something, and. That's a lot better than fucking 350. Uh, we withstood all your fucking bitching and moaning for the last month, and now you're like, eh, so great. Everything's great. Eh. And it's like, like Dave, I was talking to Davey Boy, and he's like, oh, it's like, I'm glad you're back. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, maybe. Like, I'm back for now. We'll see what darkness comes next. I've had like one huge week all season, so I don't know if it's good or I don't know what's going on. But yeah, uh, it's fucking great, incredible, incredible. Steve week. Cook, just send that boy all the flowers of oh life. My God. He is insanely horrible. It's it's just, simultaneously, like shitting every bed known to man for all of my solo points, and ending up on my actual like hit list just for like intentionally trying to injure Salah because he can't do anything else defensively other than that to try and stop him. So fuck him yeah. and thank him at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of time before playing these absolute stainers like Charlie Daniels, like Frano, these guys that are just no pace, like low table championship nightmares. Like it's they're just they're just fucking horrible. Yeah, not to mention um, Luke Cook out for the season. Like yeah, they're they're, they're yeah, in yeah, bad they're, shape right now. Yeah, they're gonna. Callum, they're gonna be in Hammy, trouble. Yeah, it's bad for them. So, yeah, I mean the underlying numbers have been there all season for Mo, and took an offsides goal, but two other really good goals, and we're flying. Yeah, it was like, you know, I had obviously went Mo less my wild card a couple of weeks ago, and the last the first two weeks were great, and then this week, I mean, you know, you know how that goes. <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy it's because it was like. Everyone who wildcarded went with, without Mo, and I thought honestly pretty fine. Like I 
helped my brother make his wild card. We didn't have Mo and stuff, but it was always about this week. I remember even saying that to to my brother, like, because he was like, he likes Liverpool, and he's like, wait, and without Mo, like, I don't know. And I was like, yeah, I mean, this week he's playing Bournemouth, and it's really good, and you'd want to captain him, but the next fucking month is just so bad fixture wise and and everyone else who's expensive all the other premiums have really good fixtures so it was like a sort of quote unquote easy decision but a lot of people got fucked really hard by it yep really fucked especially with city putting up their first zero in and no four cane. Or five years or something yeah and no cane yeah, Kane one pointer. I mean, at least I captain Raz over Kane. I no, just that was huge. Knew, that was I huge. knew he was going to do better. Yeah, that was that was that was huge. Mega call on your part. So huge tell me about call. your fifty pointer. Fucking fifty pointer, absolute nightmare. I if I didn't bring Digny in, Luca Dean. Luca Dean. And I fucking brought in Laka for firm. Oh I would be canceling my life. I would definitely we wouldn't be potting right now, but life alert would be very high. But that, you know, it's what's just, that swing even? That would have been fucking eighty million points. I yeah, don't know. negative like eighteen point swing or something if you did that instead of uh, Luca Dean. Honestly, the the biggest regret that I've just been wanting to kill myself over is Dilf. He's tanking my season, honestly. Like you missed the halls. No, it's it's just absurd. I mean, I bought him. I think game week three, I had him for seven ish game weeks, and he got he was averaging like four points a game, something bad, just not good. And then I got rid of him. He scores like three goals in three, and then I buy him back in, and he's gotten yeah, you, you one had point him game a game. Week, it's game just, week four to game week twelve. You had him. It's just horrific. It's an absolutely horrific thing, and gets injured, comes off. It's oh my god! It's just, that that's the one thing that I just I kept can't get over. But you know, I, it's just whatever. I don't want to talk. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's great. I, one thing it's that great. I was thinking about is like because we obviously, if you listen to the pod, you know how I was last week, and vice versa, and like considering how bad I felt last week and how bad you feel this week, we're still both like. I look at your team and I'm like, it's still a good team. We're still Don't both fucking like, cheer me up. Net Don't positive this, on the two weeks. This, just go to do housekeeping. This doesn't the work. You just face. want to kill me even more. Yeah, this get isn't out working. Of my face. Do housekeeping. Oh my god. One question, Frankenstein. On side. How do I deal with the darkness? You drink. That's why we have alcohol in the world. You know, you just hit the bottle. It's, great. <laughs> it's uh, been tried and tested for literal hundreds of years. Uh, Painkiller. Makes you make better decisions in life, makes you happier, <laughs> helps you go to sleep. It's just it ticks all the boxes. All right, yeah, there you go. Get lost yeah. in the sauce. Um, shout out the FML Field Prize League slash Mug League leader for December so far. Fixture pileup. I think the leader as of now is Nicholas Balfour, aka Keep on Scrolling, but I'm not 100%. Obviously, leagues aren't updated yet, and there's a trillion game weeks to go in December. Shout out the Gold Scores Challenge League leader so far, Magic Mike. And lastly, shout out the top of the FML Field Public League leader, Pajolski. He's just, you know, he stays on top. He's doing what he does. He's just Pajolski. We should throw, we should throw some coasters in for the December Mug League. What, what are there? Seven game weeks or something? There's it's, so it's many. It's an insane. If you win the December Mug, it's just an absurd scene. Okay, that's done. 
Now, the, right. pull out your triple caps, pull out your fucking bench boost. There's coasters thrown into the December mug winner. Yeah, yeah, that's a good job. Oh, my God. Everyone's going to go fucking nuts and slack over that. Um, anywhere particular you'd like to start? No. Um, I was thinking a lot of people, that's fine. I mean, sometimes yes, sometimes no. A lot of people were writing in about Rashford and a lot of people in general are having a lot of trouble at the cheap forward slot. I mean, there's the Callum injury, there's the Arnie injury, um, JD on Slack. Is Rashford worth considering after game week 16 because they play Liverpool this week? Best sub seven million option or a bad pick, too unreliable. His underlying stats could be stronger. Fixtures look decent. Um, Pocono drew on Slack. Mitro or Rondon. Let's throw Rash in there as well. I think Rash should be in there. Jabron James on Slack. Are the five something guys like Jimmy and Rondon looking at like the best replacements for Arnie? And lastly, Enrique on Slack. Do we like Mitro for the next four matches? I, I mean, it feels like this is a spot in everyone's team where you need to have a guy like I, I don't like a team that has two, you know, success and Kamara. Um, I'd rather have a, a starting guy and everyone's kind of struggling with that spot. Do you have thoughts on that? Yeah. I, I love Mitrovic in that spot right now. The fixtures are really good for a while for them. Um, I think he's the guy to get. What's it? Are you not worried about him getting subbed off at 45? They were fucking getting absolutely done in that game, and it was over at halftime. And you know they had the pile up, and I think he was just protecting players. It, it was nothing more than that. I don't think he saw any realistic opportunity to come back into that game. I think it was three 0 at half, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know he stopped carrying off, and he already had rested carry. I think he was just protecting his most important players. Um, you know, you know, we we see these in the FPL commodities as just commodities. But there are there are actual human beings, and when they're playing three games a week, we don't know what kind of you know shit they're like ankle swollen or some fucking things. They're taking PKs, yeah. or they're taking anti-inflammatory. You don't know. So that's how I read that situation. There's no question about that. He's the first choice. He'll play ninety when they have weeks off, and he'll you know they're they're gonna ride him. If the game was one one, I don't expect that Ranieri would have subbed him at all, but. Yeah, I like Mitrovic. Um, we have like a lot of red flags, yellow flags all over the place. I do think that Ings is going to come in to our thinking very soon. He seems like he's going to be able to do well under Hassan Holtel. Uh, like good pressing, good work rate. He's just a good guy. They have a couple tough fixtures. And at a this few point, weeks, he's but... just so much better than Chaz and Gabby Adini. Yeah, I mean, at five four now, he keeps dropping after with his injury. Again, it's too early, but that's someone if you could just band aid and paper over for one or two game weeks, he's someone I would definitely be looking at. I think he'll tick over nicely at that price. And it's the same kind of thing. Other than Mitrovic, I would like to have the 5 4 option over anyone who's more expensive when it's a, you know, a hair's mar- the margin's so slim to me of who's better. So I like Ings a lot. I, Rondon, I think the ship has sailed. I don't think it's a good time to buy him. He only has two good fixtures, and then it's a diabolical run for a really long time. I think you just need to let those two go and, and forget about him. But I, I don't know. Rashford, I'm like, ugh, what's he? He's fucking, he's going to get bombed out of the team after he like 
makes a bad tackle or something. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> yeah. love, I, I don't, I don't have faith in him. I don't, I don't I mean, love we, that. We all or a lot of us experience that with Martial already this season. That said, I mean, if he plays well in Champions League and against Liverpool, they do have a really good run. It, it's possible that he could he could come in and score a lot of points. Like he he could easily outscore any of these guys by a lot for you know if he plays the majority of games for you know their good run, which is like ten game weeks. But that's a huge if with Mo. So do you say Mo or Moo? Moo. Yeah, Mo I say Moo, but Mo a lot of pods say Mo. It's very weird. They're stupid. A lot of people say Firmino too. So let's not <laughs> that's let's a, not that's go into the. Yeah, it's not going to the sewer. Yeah, I think that's about it. I mean, Callum, I still think is my favorite guy, but that's assuming health. I mean, if he's, you know, and Howe's going to lie and say whatever bullshit he wants in the press conference because that's what he does every week. But I still just think Callum is the best, and Bournemouth are the best attacking of all these teams that we just talked yeah. about. So you, you just can't buy him right now. That's just yeah, the that's dumbest the thing I could possibly see if anyone's buying him this week is out of control stupid. Because yeah, I mean, until maybe Friday, yeah. No, it he how could literally say that Callum Wilson is 100% fit? I would still not buy him. I would never buy it. him until I see him feature. Period. It's just, that's it. There's no wiggle room with whatever... <laughs> Bullshit comes out of that fuck's face. I would never <laughs> buy him until I see him start. It, end of. Yeah, that's probably fine. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, then there's also a lot of questions about, I mean, kind of a good transition because Chicharito. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hold on. Jimenez also is just somehow fine. I, I mean, oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. We didn't he should have returned. He's 6-1. I mean, he's fine. He obviously isn't going to excite anyone and he's kind of horrible and annoying and I absolutely hate Wolves, but... He's fine. I mean, he's fine. Well, I said right. this on Slack the other day. I was like, he is a donkey, and we we use that term on guys like Giroud or other classic donkeys of our time. Rom. But Rom, yeah. But the thing with donkeys is, if they get a lot of chances and play all of the minutes, they return. <laughs> the point is that they just need all of those chances to return, as opposed to like you know, someone more clinical or something. So he has, I mean, him he has so his, many assists. Like his holdup is good and he just yeah. brings someone else into play and he's just on the end of everything. Even if he has like six shots and five of them are horrible, one of them goes in. Yeah, I mean, he played 30 minutes. If Aubameyang was playing those same minutes and had the same balls fall to him, he would have oh had 28 God. points. Oh, yeah. Him and has got one because he's fucking terrible. And <laughs> he only had... Eight chances instead of thirteen, so he got one point. Right. But he's fine. He's fine. Yeah, I mean, he's fine. He he does a job for them. And honestly, if their wingers were as good as they were supposed to be, like if Jota was just the main man and killing it, and Costa was good or Traore was returning, then Jimenez would be even better because he his holdup is really really good. But I feel like he's made made out to be bad because he is bad at scoring and therefore Wolves are bad at scoring and Jota's been bad and everyone's been bad. That's that's my thoughts on that. But um, Chicharito is also an option that is going around because a lot of people are 
jumping on West Ham assets. Uh, Jay Flo and Sykes said Felipe or Cheech for this run are both both looking good. Could tick along for some time. Felipe passing the eye test. What do the cold hard stats have to say about Felipe? Um, Kim Kim Eric Peterson on Slack. West Ham offense feels like a must have. He said, "Is a must have. Is Chicharito <laughs> something we can con- seriously consider?" Mm. Eric Biz, how long can we ignore Felipe Anderson? Felipe Anderson versus Richarlison for Haffy on Slack. There's a lot of buzz going on. I mean, their attack's been out of control. Good. I don't. I don't care what you say. Like, there's their last three games are three goals, three goals, three goals, and City when they got blanked. You don't care what I said. Great, that's me. No, that's you me know doing. what I mean. I just because you uh, haven't been okay. on Felipe, but it's like okay, okay, all right, all right. They're flying. There's an actual mid table this season, which is really weird because usually there isn't one. But there's yeah. like a few teams that are actually good and play good football and score goals that are better than the bottom teams who all suck. You know what I mean? Yeah, Felipe's stats are still. Fairly horrendous since Arnie's dead, so I still don't think he's a good pick. Uh, we were absolutely in tatters this weekend. We were all over the shop. Probably should have let up four or five. Um, I just don't. I still don't. Uh, yes, nine goals and three is nice, but I don't know how nailed Chich is with. I guess Lucas's flag now. I don't know what the fuck's happening with him. I, I just well, they both started, so I think he's he's safe. Yeah, nailed. yeah, he's yeah. probably pretty safe. I fucking. Fuck West Ham, dude. I don't know. I can't seek past my bias towards West Ham in this moment. Really? Still? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't trust them. I, I, they're, I think they're just as capable of going on a run of being blank for three straight weeks. I really just don't think that they have much about them without Arnie up top. I think that. I mean, gonna... yeah, that's fair. And I was also really worried about that. But I don't know. Cheech just does. You know, he he's did a poacher. He, yeah, he poached, a, and, yeah, but, and that's again, exactly what he did. You know, and it's like we were—they played us at the absolute best possible time in the thirty-eight game week period. I mean, we haven't rotated for three straight games. We played three straight, you know, in a week, and it was just a horrible performance by us. I still don't like the underlying stats from Felipe. I don't think that he's going to keep getting these points, and I just don't like him as a pick. Um, Period. I don't know. I, I just that's just my thoughts there. His stats this week are the worst they've been in this entire run, and these this is the I mean, week the last two. Arnie. He's he's had four shots and three chances created in these two last two games, and he's turned that into like twenty fucking million points. So well, yeah, I this mean, week he had zero chances created, which is really horrendously bad, obviously for you know what he's supposed to be doing, and he had three yeah, shots, but only one Arnie was in the it. box. Yeah, the last two are the Arnie list games. Again, I mean, Snodgrass putting in worldly crosses. I don't want to rely on that. I think I think Chich is just bad. I think he's bad. I I, I don't think he can sustain this kind of a form at all. I, I, he's I mean, poachers on teams that like West Ham don't. You know, he's he. I don't I don't know. I'm not articulating this well, but I fucking hate West Ham and fuck them all. Wow. Yeah. Dark Walsh is back, folks. Yeah. Well, what do you think? If you look at Felipe, you watch this team. Like, are you like he's a great pick? Someone saying he's must have makes me want to fucking kill myself. <laughs> They're saying like, West Ham attack feels like I a don't must know. Have. I mean, I was saying this. When did I get Felipe? Two weeks ago. I don't. Two or three weeks ago. Whenever it was, and I wrote in Lambs about how West Ham's stats as a team attack. Have been incredible lately. Like they, 
on the season, they looked bad. They started with zero wins and four losses, I think. And they were they were kind of chopping and changing the team and blah, blah, blah. And he, he couldn't figure out his 11. And But for a while now, they've been, you know, kind of like the fifth or best, the fifth or sixth best attack in the league by like XG and other stats like that. So, I mean, since November 1st, they've been, they're number three in XG behind City and Liverpool, you know, so they, they've been creating a lot of chances and they've been really, really good. What I was worried about was without Arnie, there'd be no one on the end of them and they, they would struggle more in build up. And yeah, I don't think they were as good, obviously. I mean, they, if Felipe Anderson's not creating chances and then something is fucked up because he's, that's his actual job and the attack runs through him. But I test wise, he's just incredible. He's just an incredible player. And clearly one of the buys of the season, and he'll probably go to a bigger and better club eventually because he's incredible. So there's that also. So it's like, I don't know, he's very capable of bending one into the top corner, and he's done it several times this season already, and he's very capable of like scoring on a free kick or setting up a huge chance or something like that. So I think he's still obviously... A fine pick, but I still have trouble with this spot in general because of like like Richarlison. I think I would have said is a better pick, but Everton's next two fixtures are away City and home Spurs, and so that's really bad. So I don't want that, and I just sort of have trouble with this spot in general, um, where I don't know if it's actually worth spending seven mil on the spot when there are guys who are like five million or something like that who are like. Fine and seem to return at like a maybe not as good rate, but a decent rate. And that lets you have like Kane and Salah or something like that, is my rant on this, I guess. Yeah, if that's like Patterson or someone, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, like Dave, speaking to Davey Boy again, right before we potted, I mean, he has Patterson and I have Sun. And obviously, Sun is fucking a billion times better than Callum Patterson, but he has Kane and I have like Glenner. That's like literally the only di- two differences. Those are like the huge money distribution differences between our team. And that's ridiculous. Like, you know, I'd rather have Kane. Um, so it's tough. I, I do struggle with this spot. And I wouldn't be making drastic moves to get like Felipe or Cheech in. That said, if you have like an injury or someone fucking shitty at those spots and you're happy with the rest of your team or something like that, I think they're, yeah, I think they're fine picks. The run is just too good. Yeah. Just, and the XG and all that shit since November does coincide with them playing absolute shit ass teams. I mean, oh, yeah. You know, we know how bad their run was at the beginning of the season. And so, yeah, I mean, they're doing it what they can against those bottom 10 teams and whatever. I just, ugh, God damn it. Yeah, I mean, the, the run upcoming is still away Fulham, home Watford, away Southampton, away Burnley, home Brighton. It's just yeah. like they could just score two or three goals in every one of those very, very yeah. easily. Yeah, possibly. Um, Arsenal was a fucking interesting thing this week. A lot of people brought in Laka, a lot of people captained Laka, a lot of people captained Obbs. Meanwhile, Torreira's. <laughs> fucking hauling. Um, I thought it was interesting in the sense that it sort of told us what we needed to know regarding Obbs and Laka in my, from my point of view. Like Obbs was, they started together, they hadn't started together for a little bit, but Obbs was 
further, way further forward, more central, still the main man, and Laka kind of seemed out of place, and he got subbed at half. Um, I don't know, Burns and Slice said thoughts on keeping or shipping Laka, and just you. I'm just curious, are you looking at OBS trying to get it, trying to get OBS in? No, I'm, I'm not. I, I have Kane. I mean, Kane's fine. Um, and with Raz, it's just I'm not going to captain him. And you know, they have some good fixtures, but he's a fucking fortune. And I still like Kane a lot more. And Laka obviously has got to run, ship him out immediately. He's just he's the system. Clearly, he likes the three at the back. After he had the, this was the the game to go away from that with the injuries they've looked at center back, and he kept the same thing. And like you mentioned, you know, Laka subbed at half. It's just. He's the tinker man. He's just the absolute new tinker man. It's insane how many changes he makes. And to be honest, I fucking it love it. Yeah, I mean, it's nice IRL, but it's not yeah, nice for FPL. FPL, it's, it's he's way worse nightmare. of a nightmare than like Pep or anyone. By oh my God. It's, getting subbed at half is so much worse than playing zero minutes. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. He, he makes subs at half like every game. It's crazy. Um, he's I made think the most this season. They showed that on match of the day. He's made they? the most yeah, okay. before second half of the season. And the other three teams on the list were like fucking dog shit teams who needed to make changes because they're always losing. But it's like yeah, Arsenal. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't watch the analysis piece of the match of the day. You know that, but um, I, I think Kolasinac definitely comes in now. That we again, this was the week where, to me personally, I thought he was going to go to four at the back just because of the personnel with Holdinho yeah. dead. Um. And, and we were talking about it on Slack also a lot. Monreal, you know, when he was playing left side center back under Wenger for those few handful of games or whenever he did, he was always really good. I mean, he's he's just he's a good player in that position. So, um, yeah, class nine to have five is good. You know, still at five you can rotate the player. I think it's not too expensive. Obviously, Bellerin's terrible, and I would never want him at point five more. Um, so that, I think that's a definitely a reasonable pick, but. No, it's it's just the same kind of thing. That they have obviously no midfielders to consider, and Aubameyang's eleven five. Kuhn's going to be back very soon. He just is is down on that pecking order. So, you know, obviously, if you have him, you hold him. But he wouldn't be someone I'm looking to get in or or looking to you know ship Kane for or anything like this. What what do you think? Do you see it differently? No, I think you're probably right. It's just. It's just a bummer because you just want you want that you know you want a piece of that. You wish Sun was on Arsenal or something so you could have Sun Kane and you know City player or Salah or something. And yeah, it just feels like the fixtures are so much worse than Spurs for the next you know like six game weeks or five game weeks or something like that. And so you'd feel safer and more confident, Captain Kane. And that's really all you need to know. But. I do like your shout on the defense. I mean, I think their defense has really improved since going to three at the back and since going to Leno even. I mean, underlying numbers have been much better for them defensively. And the clean sheets haven't reined in, but the fixtures have been horrific lately. I mean, it's been before this week, it was away United, home Spurs, away Bournemouth, home Wolves, home Liverpool. So like not keeping cleans in those is not the end of the world. I think... With their run up coming, you could see some cleans. Leno's down to four eight. Kalasnach and Bell play actually winger. It's it's interesting. I think they're they're all kind of decent ish picks. And Terrera, dude. I mean that's whatever. But Cola, dude, Cola's the pick there. Yeah, Cola's definitely the pick over Bell, but they're both interesting. Um, Terrera. The only thing I'll say about Terrera is like his numbers have. Are are really good over the last four. Like it, 
the scoring is usually when like a DM or whatever sort just scores two goals randomly in like two games or whatever the fuck you did. It's like their numbers haven't changed. They just scored the one shitty ass chance that they get or some fluke thing happens. Like he's gone from 0.4 shots per game to 2.4 shots per game. And he's gone from 0.2 chances created per game to one chance per created per game. Still not like, great and I don't expect them to return regularly but you could do worse for like your first guy off the bench or something like that so a little shot for Terrera just because I love him and he's good yeah I mean he's just so extraordinarily little I can't can't understand it but (laughs) like you mentioned you know obviously the stats going up also with the formation change in the 3-5-2 he's obviously getting the license to kind of be more box to box and yeah instead of having to sit so that's nice, but he's too small. You can't get him. Yeah, it's just like that fifth mid spot, or you know, yeah. fir- first on the bench spot is probably a better descriptor, which is like between like him, Callum Patterson, Doherty, Doherty. Um, I don't know who who else is even in there. I don't know. Carney, fucking piece of shit. Yeah, Carney, Camarasa. Do you remember at the beginning of the season how absurd it was that he would absolutely not start him for anything in life? Oh my god. And how Leno, and Leno. If Chuck didn't get injured, he's still starting Chuck. It was insane. <laughs> I cannot believe that. I wish I, I need to go back and find some Arscast TV of like DT or something, like talking about <laughs> fucking this topic would be such good banter. Yeah, he didn't start until game week six. Oh my god. Every, we were, I think it started game week. Two, every single pod, we were talking about it. Well, because he subbed on actually every yeah. game. And as and soon as he subbed single, on, it was yeah, amazing. No, yeah, it was like... formative performance from the team. Yeah. The next week, it's like, El Nenny, get in there, El Nenny. Yeah. <laughs> go, <laughs> go get him. Yeah. It's just like, oh my God, <laughs> face palm. But you know what? He's fucking taking his time, but he's figured out a system, and they, they're fucking good now. Like early doors, it was they were just crazy and seemed sort of lucky to get up the points that they were picking up, and all the games were insane. And to me, they just seem good now. They're just good. I agree. So that's good. Good for them. Do we have, we have our Arsenal back? We got our. We finally got our Gooners back. That's my favorite thing. I don't know why I love it so much, but I I slack that at Nate at. Twice a week at this rate, and just it's between that. Come on, Sete. Come on, Sete. Yeah, come on, Sete. And then and the Genie Chant. Those are your top. Te- oh my top god, three. Genie Chant. I actually, yeah, I was watching a clip of that the other day. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> See, and, yeah, there no you go. joke at all. They were talking on Anfield Rap about like the new Firmino song, the new Van Dyke song, how they're kind of hard to sing, and like, well, and then someone mentioned the Genie Chant, and I just like, I like shut off the pod and just Google like Genie Wijnaldum song, and I was like getting in there. Um, one more thing, and this is the absolute longest question ever, but it's Attaboy Davy on Slack writing in about Salah, and it's a really good question, and it's something that I was thinking about the, a lot over the past like two or three days. Um, so let's do this, and then and then more questions. But despite owning Mo since the start of the season, I can't help but feel now might be an astute time to fuck him off short term until game week twenty two, ensuring I have a simple route to bring him back in as I see a lot of upside. United, despite the season's mostly shit form, will simply not roll over to Liverpool. Wolves, Newcastle are not bad teams defensively. 
Arse cats look fucking good offensively and much more improved defensively in City or City. There are ample alternative captaincy options in each of those weeks between Kane, City, and Obbs, and I don't think I would put Mo as my top cap choice in any. That's what I feel is the key difference between now and in previous periods when people have suggested dropping him. Am I insane, or do you reckon there's genuine potential to capitalize whilst players who own him and had been planning a potential swap are now afraid to drop him, and players who don't own him are now thinking of tearing up their teams in to get him? Jesus fucking Magnus Opie. Yeah, was huge. he didn't even put it in the questions for pod channel. He DM'd it to me because he was like embarrassed at how long it was. But it's he good, and it's like exactly what I've been thinking about. What do you um, think about it? Well, yeah, come on. You're the fucking Liverpool come supporter, on, lad. Um, <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? I think I agree. And it feels sort of fucking... Blasphemic? Is that a word? Um, I don't think so, but it's okay. How do I use blasphemy? It's blasphe- in this? Blaspheme. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a good job, you. SAT word right there. It feels bad as a Liverpool supporter, but their run is so fucking bad. And it starts with Napoli tomorrow. And then there's, you know, anywhere between two and four days yeah. off for the, for the next run of all of these matches. I, Expect Salah to be rested in either at Wolves or home Newcastle, probably. Um, probably Newcastle of those two. And I agree. I mean, I think the ceiling for Liverpool and therefore the ceiling for Salah is lower in this really, really difficult stretch than it is in any other stretch it's been all season. And the captaincy options are so overwhelmingly good. And the other premium guys, specifically Kane, I think is probably the best one that I think it's correct, but it just feels so weird to get rid of someone that's just fucking hattied and saved my season. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you're just a fucking idiot if you don't agree with the logic of Davey, Attaboy, Davey that's Boy. The, right that's there. the thing. Is it's the lo- I can't think of yeah. a, a actual tenable, logical, sensical counter-argument to that, and that's the problem. Other other than he's the best player in the league, and he's United suck, and Wolves suck, and Newcastle sucks, and uh, we're overthinking it. That's the the counter. So this is is where you have the crossroads, where you you have a logical, very cogent argument that is really irrefutable, and then you have uh, oh, it's Mo, and he just hat-tricked, and he's bang on form right now, and he could do this against anyone, and blah 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 blah. So, I mean, but that's I, think not, I don't want to say that that's a dumb argument. Like it sounds dumb and it's oversimplified, it but I don't think it's dumb. It's not dumb, but it's very dumb. It's that's not, not very dumb, though. It's not how you should be playing the game, though. It's that's a fear-based like argument. People that you know, you're looking for future points, not past points, and. I saw a lot of people on Slack last week talking about their Mo exit strategy after the Bournemouth game. Like, what? What changed? Nothing changed. The fixtures are the same. You know, he's still fantastic. I, I when I went without him on my wild card, I was very clear in saying that he's you know top three, two, or one best player in the league. But I didn't find the value in his price. And looking at the captaincy plan and the tree for the handful of you know next eight game weeks, it wasn't good enough for me to keep him at 13. So 
you want to make the forward thinking move and you know that you can get burned as you can when you remove any premium asset when they're fit. Period. You know, that's a period. That's just how yeah, that's, yeah, that's how the game so it's just, is. It depends no, on I want how to you play your game. You know? I think I agree with you and no, no, Dave. Yeah, I hear you. But I'm just saying if if fucking someone who's better than me on FBL like Derek was like, I'm not gonna get rid of Mo, he's the best. I'd be like, well, you're, yeah, he is. So, I mean, yeah. Derek, could, Derek could tell me he's going to double on full of like Fulham goalkeepers. And I would say like, <laughs> yes, definitely. Not even dude. Rico. He's Brilliant. just bringing in like fucking yeah, Fabry and the other and guy, Bet- the Bettinelli. Yeah, I would be like, go do it. That's yeah, genius. Exactly. Yeah. No, but that's that's what it is, and it's it's a frustrating thing because I mean, I think that honestly, like that to me is something that, and what I look at it on Slack, for example. Separates to me of what kind of an FPL manager and what kind of like thinker that people are, because people that are like, well, I was planning to get rid of him, but I'm not now. I'm like, right, what right, right. the fuck are you thinking? Like, that's so stupid. I mean, at least like say a bit. Like, I, I, I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. It's I know all, exactly what you're talking about. It's just everything's fine. It's all. I can see a lot of people already struggling with this, and it's going to oh. be. It's. It feels. Bad because he's so good and he's going to hat trick, but I do think it's actually the correct move. The thing yeah. that sucks for my team versus like Attaboy Davies' team is like he's going from Mo to another premium midfielder. As for me, all my forwards are injured, <laughs> literally all three of them. So for me, it's like a double move, and then probably like six, seven weeks from now, another double move to bring him back. And it's a little more annoying and less like clean of a of a swap. But yeah, it seems correct to me, and it seems like having like Kane in this period is much more important than having Mo. Agree. All right, so let's do some normal sized questions. Um, are we running <laughs> so not long? Or are we not, fine? not Mr. Tools' question. Yeah, not um, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tool, no, I fucking love that guy. Holy shit. We're good. We're on like 30x minutes. Okay, okay, okay. So, Kane in the ass on Slack. How do people not take more hits? I enjoy FPL. When it's going good, it's good. When it's not, I tinker a lot. I read lots, blah, blah, blah. blah. But all this investment to only really be able to do one or two transfers a week? Fuck. This isn't even a question. I think I'm venting. Another bad game week. More hits. Made, made easy. Too many changes. Taxi. <laughs> okay, Kane in the ass. Right, Get in hello, there, dude. All right, bro. Um, I don't know. I haven't taken a hit all season, and I'm having my worst year yet. So maybe I'm doing it wrong. What do you think? Um, the way that I work, and different managers manage in different styles. The way my personal seasons always go is when I start taking hits. Is when I start understanding what's going on and. So I usually do better when I start taking a lot of hits. Um, overall, though, I do think one of the things we talked about maybe at the end of last season and maybe preseason this year is taking hits is fine if it's sort of like a long-term structural move where you're getting in like you know a premium player, you plan on captaining, like that kind of move that really like changes the full dynamic of your team. Hits are bad if you're just for like punts just for fuck's sake just taking a hit because like this guy's gonna outscore this guy this week because that thinking is diabolical like trying to predict a one game week window what's gonna happen this saturday 
is really dumb and you would be an actual millionaire Vegas gambling professional if you could ever do that or if anyone could ever do that. But the only thing though that we did see that and would still I guess so the jury's out, but when you're taking or swapping these big time premium assets for a captaincy punt on like a home banker, that that was fruitful if you were doing that this season. But I, I don't like it rule. though. I don't like it, but when it ha- you know, I, I mean, I did it with Mane when they played home full, and I was like, wow, that was really smart. And that's an exact example, or Laka yeah. or Obs this week, and it's. Yeah. I think it it can come off. Obviously, it can yeah. come off, but it, it's not reliable, and it usually won't come off. And therefore, I think like taking a hit to you know, say you make a triple move and bring in Kane this week, and you plan on Captain Kane in like. Three or four of the next five game weeks, I think is totally a good move, and you should probably do it. But if you are taking a hit for, you know, I don't know. A defender who has a better fixture than your defender who's like mid table or something. Right. Or do you're taking a hit for Kane and then you want to swap him to Obbs the week after? Or a hit for like Felipe. Right. Like that's bad. I don't like that. And that's sacrificing four points in a place where you probably won't make it up over the, you know, Short period, you're going to have your player or something, but yeah, hits are fucking hits. What, what's next? Yeah, um, <laughs> Jabron James on Slack. What strategies would you recommend to make up an 80 to 100 point gap in a money <laughs> in a mini league? <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> well, you uh, well, obviously you're, you're should have triple captain Mohamed Salah last week. Yeah, that would have your been. friend should do better at FPL. Um, no, you you can't do anything different when you're. Down points really at the stage. It's not game week thirty seven. Yeah, you know, usually you, you doing just, something different will lead in a fucking bigger gap because you're gonna yeah. like not get Richard. You're gonna get Siggy, not Richarlison, because the leader has Richarlison. It's like, well, you're just gonna lose points. It, he's better. That's why he has him, and you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of like funny questions this week. I guess that's what happened when everyone has like a fucking stinker. But Mary fucking Poppins on Slack used to be able to make FPL decisions on the bog. These days I need spreadsheets. What's al- bog is that bog's shitter? A shitter? Yeah. These Jeez. days I need spreadsheets, algorithms, and multiple news sources before I consider a change. And by that time, when I stand up, my legs are numb. Am I too invested? <laughs> I mean, we have a fucking FPL pod, so you're asking the wrong people. Not invested enough. I know what you want to hear. Not invested <laughs> enough. Leon Slack, what do you think of Huddersfield defense as a Yedlin replacement for the next six or so weeks? And which one would you pick? Uh, Yedlin is such a nightmare. <laughs> such um, a nightmare. It's so, it's you, so funny. It's fun. If you rewound the pod like five weeks ago or something, we were talking about Newcastle defense and you, like Federico Fernandez and whatever, and you were like, we we said like Yedlin, like he could luck into assist, and you. I remember you saying, oh, yeah. "Yeah, but he also puts in a red card challenge." <laughs> he, it's, he does. I mean, he actually he does. Did this he weekend. just does. He's insane. He's yeah. just an insane person. Yeah, he's jacked um, up all no, the time. I, I like the Huddersfield chat. I mean, they've they've looked bit like old Huddersfield to me. Um, the last handful of games I've seen them, you know, again, you know, they had an, another really tight performance. You know, they should have probably conceded two or three to Arsenal in the balance, but 
They've been tight and they haven't really gotten battered lately. And they're, you know, they're packing the midfield and they're playing with all the defenders and all the all the central defenders again. And I like Losel a lot. I think he's very capable, really quality. He he makes at least one worldy a game whenever I watch them play. Um, I mean, four three Schindler. I, I don't think you can really go too wrong there. Uh, I think he's a really good pick, and they have some good home fixtures. I mean, obviously you're rotating that spot, but that would probably be top of my list for a four or five ish. Yeah, I, that's and that's exactly why I brought him in. I mean, I have yeah. Schindler, and the next two are home Newcastle, home Southampton. Game week twenty one's home Burnley. Those are all very very startable fixtures. They're really good and really tight at home, and they could pick up some cleans. And there's yeah, no it's, reason. It's, yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one. I, mean, I was looking very hard at him on wild card. I ended up going with Chambo, but. You know, the last two games are at Bournemouth at Arsenal. And, you know, with these kinds of players, it's so important how they factor into your rotation and which weeks you're going to need to rely on them yeah. and, and how they sync up with your other defenders. So, you know, he's got five starts in the next six and with these two just done. Um, so now's the, now would be the best time. So, yeah, I think that's uh, definitely would be my, my tip on who to put in for Yedlin. Yeah. I mean, I picked Schindler because he's cheapest. I'm not. Sure. I haven't, to be honest, done my work on Huddersfield defense. I don't know if there's someone else who's like getting a lot of shots in the box or bossing Baps way more, and it's maybe worth an extra point one or something like that. But cheap is generally good, so I just yeah. go there. You know. Yeah, I mean him and and Jorgensen, Zonka, they they both you know are just doing whatever the fuck and set, and set pieces. Yeah, live. Tommy Smith, Nathan. Oh my God. Nathan, Nathan was Smith. clamoring, and like I thought he was going to take out an advertisement to get to bring Tommy Smith to Arsenal. Oh he was just God. like, "How do we not have Tommy Smith? Why is he at such a little club like Huddersfield? He should be in Arsenal. He yeah. should be in Arsenal Red." And I was like, "Yeah, Nate, you know you're a fucking smart guy. I, I, I agree." And we got our gunners back, so yeah. yeah. Jay Collins, like, where would you distribute funds? We moved from starting off in an expensive defense to a period of premium strikers, and now to Vegas price mids. Good, good usage of the fucking Vegas mids. I, I appreciate that. Gold star for you, Jay Cole. Where? Yeah, is that the end of the question? That's I the thought end of, there was yeah, more. that's the end of the question. Just <laughs> where to distribute funds and how to distribute funds, I guess. I, um, I'm, I'm I'm still very much in the kind of skimpy skimps on defense. Um, I think you know one premium is good, maybe like a Rabo or, or an Alonso. But um, I, the premium assets and the good teams are getting good, and their fixtures are good. And I think getting those shares and and trying to spike a, a double digit is going to get you a much longer way than spending an extra two and a half mil on. Trying to get the extra clean sheet when you know some of the shitty teams rotate fine. Uh, I'm kind of back into old old school FPL thought there. Um, yeah, I, I like my personal. I, obviously, it didn't come in very nicely for me this weekend with Trent rested for that clean, but I like my distribution of funds in my team a lot. I like the flexibility I have in my attack to be able to do double swaps and and get and have a lot of premium attackers, and it, it feels good. Um, but what do you what do you think? I, I'm sure you're going to say something different. Not really, to be honest. I think that I like yours. I, if I was going to modify it or if I was recommending someone on wildcard right now, I think my distribution would be more similar to yours than mine. But I think I like one premium forward. I think I like two premium mids. Um, just, you know, one of them being Sterling, 
if you can afford it, one, the other one being Salah, maybe this week you would swap Salah to Has like Davy Boy because he's good and smart, and you should do what he does. Um, I like. I always say that Alonso is the best fourth mid in the game. I guess what I mean is that in the traditional three four three, the fourth mid is is around the price of Alonso's price now, and I still think he is the best fourth fourth mid in the game. So maybe I'm looking at a distribution more like a four three three, but I'm not sure. I haven't like fucked around with it that much. But I do still think Alonzo's worth it. And other than that, yeah, I do I do like skimping on defense like other than that spot and just going with like probably Trent and three other guys who are all sub four five. There's so many like reasonable options at like four three and four two this season that it's just like you make up so much money there. Um. Yeah, I think that's how I would do it. And okay. it's weird with Doherty because everyone's freaking out. Like he's scoring these like fucking fuck me goals that are destroying us and we both got rid of him. But I think our big miss was how I've been saying Alonzo's the best fourth mid in the game is Doherty's the best fifth mid in the game. Like I want him first on the bench every single week. And at his price, that's reasonable to spend that much in that spot, I think. And I think that's that's my regret. My regret is not like I wouldn't have like started him in all of these weeks where he's scoring because their defense is fucking trash and they don't, they're not going to keep cleans. But yeah, it's like a fifth mid first guy off the bench. At he's like four nine or whatever. Like that's he's great for that. Yeah, but the, to me, then the difficulty there is you need to have a heavy defense because then you're not using the spot. Like, I mean, I guess that's an, a little bit because you can still rotate though, them, right? but. The the team hasn't kept a clean sheet since game week eight. Um, I think that that's I don't want any I don't want any piece of that. Period. I I need at least a sniff of a clean sheet, and they have not had hard fixtures. I mean, they have had some, but they've had very cleanable fixtures since game week eight. I mean, it's fucking eight, eight weeks, you know. Um, I I think he's they're just disgusting, and he fucking scores on a. Fuck, dude, that was such a nightmare. <laughs> I don't. Why did you bring that up? Holy shit. Fucking bullshit. Because it's very relevant time. to the fucking week. They're so fucking bad. Like Wolves' defense is so bad. I can't believe that he scored at the fucking dying breath of the game. It was such a nightmare. Just classic Fuck. doc. He did it. He's done it to us before. He'll do it again. That's why I said. That's why I said it. I, th- I think he is worth that one spot, but not any. Not anything more. I don't really want to start him every week. At all. I never want to. I would never want to start him. Yeah, I would never the next want game to start I would want to start him is game week twenty one home Palace. Like I don't ever. I would never want to put him in my starting lineup. Yeah, pretty much. So fifth mid. That's what. That's that's the shout. I think for him. Um, uh, some of these questions we answered already. Uh, Bocce coach on Slack. So many good midfielders and defenders in all the price brackets. So many questionable options at forward. Does it feel like one of those times to abandon three at the top? In a vacuum, would you rather have a four or five guy like success plus cash or Rondon for potential rotation? It's, there, there's no clean answer here. It's, it's really just whatever you can stomach and what you think is going to be more important having that buffer. Or yeah, I'm fine with two up top. I don't really like one up top, but I'm fine with a, a two up top team. I think. Yeah, I'm fine with that as well. Yeah. As long as you've got you know five 
you know, five good defenders and five good midfielders, it's, it'll it'll be yeah. Because the, th- the third forward spot is very questionable right now with the Cal yeah. and Arnie injuries. It's gotten a lot worse, so that's fine. Rondon, just my absolute love of my life. He uh, just always does it. He always does it for me. He's, Sally. He's, he's always just he's a good friend. Everyone yeah. thought I was actually taking the piss when I was shouting him hard. Like a well, month so ago. did I on the pod, and then I looked at his did stats and I got in there. Oh fuck! Yeah, you don't dude, remember? I was like, "What? Like, what are you talking about?" <laughs> and then I pulled up his like XG and all that shit, and I was like, "Actually, yeah. this is really this is good. I like this." Dude, that fucking free kick he had at the underside of the oh crossbar was God. insane. He's, yeah, I've never seen him take a yeah, direct. Yeah, I didn't know he could do that. I life. didn't know he could shoot with his feet. He's usually just header merchant. <laughs> just used yeah, to the West Brom days. I know. I need to fucking figure out what I'm going to do with him though, because after the next two, I need a ship for something. Yeah. Yeah. Starting game week 19 at Liverpool, <laughs> yeah, at Watford, so home United, at Chelsea, home Cardiff, home City, at Spurs, at Wolves. Oh my God. Uh, a, little, a little scary. Brutal. Um, Tim on Slack. Are Liverpool more capable of scoring three or four plus goals than we thought? Are City less dominant than we thought? Obviously, there's only one game week, but I'm wondering if you guys think that there are bigger takeaways. I do not think there are bigger takeaways. Um, yeah, not how many really. Teams does, how many teams does Steve Cook play for in the Premier League? Is Just it more one. than one or is it Just one? one? It's one. Oh, okay. but come on. I, Liverpool are better than... Alon, do you understand what he was doing during the 90 minutes of that game? You watched the game. Right? Uh, yeah, I watched the game. Okay, so no one, name no one has No one has done that in 90 minutes against Liverpool this season that I've seen. Yeah, but there's a lot of teams with guys that's just as bad as Steve Cook, in my opinion. Nah. Oh yeah. Nah. Nah. Oh yeah. There's there's fucking Tarkovsky and there's fucking the entire Fulham back line. There's fucking Wes Morgan. There's Rojo. There's fucking Federico Fernandez. There's the entire Southampton back line. I'm gonna stand up for my boy Fed. Dude, he's horrible. Holy he's shit. So watching bad, him make, dude. watching him is like my eyes are bleeding. He's just he's just so bad. It's yeah, insane how bad he is. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, I mean Liverpool are really good. City are still I'm not worried about City at all. Um although it would be really nice if Kuhn came back because they're so much fucking better when Kuhn is in there. Um so I would love an update on that, but I don't know. Um I think Jesus is maybe not a number nine. I don't know what his deal is. I mean, to be fair, they're better with Raz on the wing and him up top, I think, than Raz up top. The reverse, yeah. But that's but he, it. He, doesn't sco- he just doesn't score goals. Right. He's, that, like, he's like a fucking Brazilian Chikorito, basically, is or what like I see. Giroud, and he's not big, and, and like, body, he's not yeah. similar style, but like his hold-up and build-up is, is the best, his best attributes. It's weird. He's a shit Herving Lozano. <laughs> Dude, Chucky is fucking way better. Sane is a shit fucking Chucky. Um, House of Kane, Jesse on Slack. Is 451 a possible thing if I'm wildcarding? No, no, not a thing. Oh, that's a timely question right there. I, not a thing. Next question. It's bad because the back, the bench backup forwards that you have are fucking horrible and or don't play. And so your team is just thin and really bad. That's why that's why it's bad. If there were guys, four or five guys at forward, I would think it's fine, I think. But yeah, that's why it's bad. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 
<laughs> I was just gonna make an Anichibi joke for uh, for Jordy, but I'm, I'm gonna pocket it. <laughs> oh, Anichibi was so good at that. Was that that was last season? That was last season, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that was last season. Last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God, he had he had a little stretch and then he got hurt, right? Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, last God. season. Yeah, yeah. Sunderland. When Sunderland were in the Premier League last season. Oh, they'll be back up next season. For sure. Yeah, back up. Uh, Kamiya and Slack, <laughs> I would love to hear some shouts on the cheap, soupy midfielder. <laughs> <laughs> like, like fourth mids under six million to be comfortable playing most weeks. I'm really interested in Stewie Armstrong. I saw him on Terhal's team because I, and I just Terhal started looking him? a little wow. deeper. Yeah, he's such a fucking legend, genius. God. Um, I definitely need a little bit of time to see how everyone beds in with a Hassan Holt. Yeah, they're uh, stay away I, until I, then, I think. A little stay away, but I, he's 5-1, I think. He's really cheap. Let me check. He is 5... Well, yeah, he's 5-1. So it's clear that he should be one of the first names in the team sheet after watching his capabilities and seeing the other absolute dog shit players they have on the books. So I like that shout at 5-1. I think that's a good pick. Um what else do you? What do you see? I, it's a tough bracket because I was really looking here hard because when I was playing around with possibly running Lockin, I, I could only afford like up to a six five, and I didn't find anyone who I was really remotely comfortable with, which is part of the reason why I didn't do the move. Um, I mean, Pereira was anything? really good today. Yeah, um, that's, that's Watford fair. I, showed me a lot of things that I didn't think they have in them today. I mean, maybe the game script played into their hands because Everton like our crazy pressing team with a bad defense, and that works for. That works for Wofford, but they were good today, and he was really good today. Um, yeah, that, that I like that chat a lot. Per I forgot about him. I think we or I was tipping him to a couple people on Slack this week. Because yeah, of this, oh, someone because added you about that. They were like, "Where is Walsh? Right like his beautiful mind told me to get Pereira, and I did it." Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they have a nice fixture. They've had really difficult fixtures for yeah. attack attack wise. Difficult fixtures for the last handful of fixtures. Uh, last handful of weeks, but. Moving forward, they do have reasonable fixtures. I like that. I mean, he's six three, six two now. Yeah, he's he's reasonable. I would we have definitely our, we have be our fine. mid table back, and they're part. Yeah, of I would it. definitely be fine starting him every week for sure. Yeah, so that's a guy. There's not that many others. There's I really mean, Count many. Patterson. He is playing striker. You can't get around that, so that's fine. Um, he's yeah. his fucking dance. Know. He's a fifth mid though. I. I I don't want to start him every week. Ideally, he's a fifth mid, but considering what he might be able to enable you, like I said, Attaboy Davies' team has him instead of Sun, and therefore he has Kane, and I have Glenner. You know, it's like ridiculous. But yeah, the tough thing with them is you know they have they have United at home in two game weeks, and the next the other three are at Watford, at Palace, at Leicester, and. We know when we watch Cardiff go away to teams, they do not have a go. Yeah. So that's a that's a tough one. Even yeah. though those are on paper like reasonable opposition, there is no good away fixture for an attacker for Cardiff. That's so that, I, I, I would stay away there. Yeah, I think you're probably right. There's really there's really not many. And to be honest, yeah. Doherty is probably the best. I would take <sighs> Doherty over Patterson and most of these guys. I can't fucking sorry get his head out of his absolute cigarette infected asshole and start Ladro. How is he not start? How is he not nailed into that team? I do not. Yeah, understand but he's that. not the only one. I I wish more than anything that one of their attacking mids was nailed. 
Like, give me a Barks or RLC or even Fab nailed <sighs> every week instead of Kovacic. Like, ah. And this there were the, the redundancies in central midfield is very between yeah Kovacic, Conte, and Georgie. It's it's really tough. But, but Ladros, he's the pick. I yeah, mean, Pedro's great. And when early days when you brought him in and they they looked good and Ladros was scoring every week, like it, it made so much sense. It was perfect. He's like a second striker and has can stay wide left. I, I don't know why he's not nailed either. Yeah, yeah. William is fucking horrible. They're yeah. playing an extra player who can't score goals when they play Willian. And instead of playing that player in the midfield three, he's in the front three. That doesn't seem good. I like Willian, but they don't have a striker that can score goals either. I mean, <laughs> so I like, like the idea of Willian, and I like when Willian pops up with a goal once a month, but I don't like Willian starting every game. If when they had a someone good like striker, Ladra, I would think it's reasonable. Or if they had any midfielder who could ever score or like bring the ball into the box or create a chance... Yeah. I might bring Haz back in this week. Yeah, I think Moda Haz is is should I be might, a popular I might, move. I might do that. It's, it's just the self loathing. I don't know. I mean, I feel <sighs> fine, I and mean, that's it for questions. So we can move on whenever. But All I right. feel fine about getting rid of Haz, even though he's three straight games of the return. It's it's gone. Getting well, him back or getting rid. Like when I got rid, I was saying, oh, "Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah." No, but I still feel fine not having him. I guess is what I'm saying. I mean, he had no yeah. shots, actually zero. Yeah, he's not. He's still not shooting. And it's he just... created two chances and got two assists. Like it was bullshit. Like that's great for people who own him. Like he's gonna tick points, just like we both said. He's he's a tick absolute merchant, and he's gonna end the season really high on the midfielders list of total points. But I still think he's a horrible captaincy option. I would never captain he's him. Not, he's not a captaincy option. And so I don't want him. If you're going like mode to I him want, and capping I want Kane. The dumb, I want the dumb bullshit points. Like I want to be with those idiots. Yeah, you want to hang out with those people? Yes, I, de- I really do. Because I got 50 points this week if you didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, the grass is <laughs> definitely greener. for. Ha- but how are you going to get to Haz? That's a fucking... I well, we'll still get don't there. Think, we'll get there. Uh, Let's... Uh, should we go to like captaincy? Yeah, what are we? I mean, I'm on Kane this week for sure. Fucking Burnley are so bad. Burnley are horrible. Um, got a rat. I mean, they obviously have a big game. I don't know if they're playing tomorrow or Wednesday, but they have a big game. I, I think can't tomorrow. Move, but yeah. Everton have just looked good enough that I don't want to captain Raz. Um, and I think the fixture disparity is big enough that I'm 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 gonna go on Kane this yeah, week. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think Kane yeah. is the best captain of the week. I yeah. don't have Kane. I think I will have Kane by the time lambs are being written. Right. So I'll probably captain him too. Um if okay. I didn't bring him in, I would have to captain Raz, I think. Raz, yeah. I, I still think that's fine. I mean I think Raz that's is totally fine, fine, but Kane not having Kane for this next like six ish game weeks is going to be very hard to yep. uh, amongst competitive players because he's already picked up a lot of ownership. He's going to just pick, keep picking up more and more, and he's going to be captained by a lot of people. I mean, the fixtures are insane until March, until the actual until actual March. So I think you're going to be having a tough time without Kane if. I think that that's that's like definitely priority number one to me for any non Kane owners in FPL is figure out how to get Kane in as fast as possible. Right, and the thing is, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to just take to like a Davy Boy type spreadsheet situation because I'm going to want to bring Mo back. And I just have to plan that out with, with ample time for like six-ish game weeks. And maybe I'll have a team with all of them, all, all of the big guys. But yeah, I mean, Kane, especially I think more than like the fixtures are good until March, but the most important thing is the captaincy. And Mo is a, not the best captain shout for game week 17 through 21. And that, that, like Dave said, and that's why I, I read his fucking autobiography is that <laughs> I feel the same way. And that's why I've kept Salah. And that's why he's kept Salah because I have still captained him a bunch of times. And now that's the big change to me. So. Yeah. And you're always a double switch away. You're not redistributing yeah. the funds across four positions. You're going to be double swapping his funds into Kane. So it's not an issue. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, again, yeah, Kane or City, right? Basically, is what we're looking at. Yeah, I mean, there's like an ob shout, I'm sure, yeah. but overall, you wouldn't you wouldn't have him for the stretch over Kane. So yeah, it's it Kane yeah. or Raz like every week for the next like five or six. Yep. Yep. Um. Okay. So then, what? So now, tell me about your moves. How are you going to get Has? I mean, I you know I did just the the Digny transfer and that was great and Digny. I floated so I yeah it's definitely pronounced Digny I think everyone else has been incorrect so I'm gonna go with that but I, I have two frees and obviously Dilv is there is nothing that could happen between now and the end of the week that he will be in my team this weekend that is a 100 percent certainty yeah. So it's just a matter of I, really. I'm looking at Bob out as well. I, I mean, the, the I was going to ask but, you about that because he's kind of turning into some form and he's returned <laughs> you some points. And I know it's just he's just reverse out of position. The fixtures are bad. He's still really expensive. I yeah, he is reverse out of position. Yes. I I did kind of go pretty hard into beautiful mind situation with my wild card because like Sunny Boy and Bob are just like these are just were completely out of nowhere picks when I did when I got them in. So I feel like a good job by me, even though I've gone oh. nowhere since the mo ass reaming this weekend, but <laughs> that's not true. Think, You've still gone up a lot from your wild card. Uh, you're, you're just you have right. Friend. So you're trying to be a nice guy. You're just trying to be a nice guy. It's fine. I like it. It's fine. But I still think Bob, like, I'm still playing out of position. He's yeah. they really aren't playing that four three three anymore. I just don't think that's a good use of. I mean, he's nine two. If he was, if he was eight two or eight, if he was around eight, I would be more okay with chilling on him. But. Yeah, it's too um, So those are the two spots I'm looking at. So realistically, what I'm thinking right now is either maybe going to Kuhn if he's going to be back for the weekend, or maybe going to Hazard. So I, I don't know. I'm just it's not, fun. I'm really you have a one. lot of money to play with. Yeah, because I could go. You Why know, wouldn't you go OBS? I know we just OBS? said all the things we just said, but you have an actual like. Very easy way, easy way yeah. to get him and keep all of your captaincy guys that you want. I mean, I guess Obbs is better than Hazard. Is that correct? I think he is. Yeah, eleven. So I can go up to six five on my Delve replacement if I put Obbs in. Yeah, I don't know. That's I, a problem. I mean, what I get Pereira? I guess would be who I would get. Yeah, that's that's okay. that's, that's okay, but it's not ideal. Yeah, because if I got Haz, I could still get Mitro. That seems better. Mitro is good. Yeah, Mitchell's good. So something, that's something fun. Like that, that's probably. a lot of money to play with. That's a pretty fun yeah, thing. I'm gonna, to do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure it out this week as the uh, as the days unfold. Yeah, but I like that's that. Basically, I mean, Fernandez also. I don't know why he's not flat because he definitely I thought came off injured at halftime. Um, 
maybe he's fine. I don't know. But I do have a little bit of concerns in my defense because my fixtures are reasonable for a few weeks, but they get really bad with like Newcastle and Palace defenses specifically. So I might need to do something there, but I can, I think I can wait a little bit for that. Yeah. I mean, you can just yeah. look at the fixtures, figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm fine. So yeah, I think Dylan and Bob, I think that's going to be a double switch. I, I do this week. It's just going to be a matter of who. So we'll see. That's Lambs. tough. Yeah, that seems good. Yeah, it's though. tough. It's it's a tough. It's definitely a tough spot. It's but tough because you have like all of the guys that everyone else is bringing in. You already have, so you kind of have to like pave your own way <laughs> or something. Yeah. Um, um, your your turn for me. So oh, I have Glenner, Callum, and Arnie. That's I don't know why Glenner's not yellow flag because he played twenty minutes. Uh, to me, that he's still flagged. And then Callum, I have no idea, and Arnie's out for a month. So. A, a double move of Salah and Arnie or something like that for Kane and someone <clears throat> is looking very likely. I have two frees. That's really easy to do. If I want to get a little more fancy, I could also get out Glenner, and that would give me more money for the midfield spot so I could maybe do Sané instead of doing someone like that I'm not too excited about, like Rich or an eight and under guy. Um so I'm looking at that as well. Might might be another hit. I mean, I'm just hitting for fun this season or the, these past like three weeks or whatever, and it's going well, when, great. When one player gets you 42 points along, you can throw four back. It's not a big deal. Yeah, exactly. So you know, Sane, I still think is in a fantastic pick, and I definitely want him. Um, Until that Digny goal today, dude. Dean. Captain Captain Mo, more points than my entire team. That was good. Felt good. And it I, was out with, I was living with that for, really for days. Good. Living with that for days. Not <laughs> bad. Was there a little bit of you that felt felt good for me or no? No. Sorry. Uh, 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 you know, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll take take that on the chin. Um let me slap some asses. We got two new paid wait, hold on. We didn't talk about who would you captain outside of like Kane or Raz. Are there teams that don't own one of these two play against Sane? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I guess if Sane doesn't play midweek, yeah, I'm just I mean, looking I, around as if there's anything else. You know, there's people with weird fucking teams. Yeah, I guess Obs would be reasonable. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, and that's uh, fine. Yeah, that's fine, but it doesn't seem great. I don't know. Yeah, Mo. <laughs> honestly. Um, yeah, home. It's not not terrible. It's not terrible. Two new Patreon friends that need their asses slapped. Marius Torrent Torrenson Torrenson Tor. It's probably pronounced Digny. Yeah, Marius Digny Thorinson and yep. Nacho Nacho Man. Okay, All right. Interesting good, name good now. Al- good alias. As long as you have an ass, I will slap it. So that's a good job by them. Um. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, anything else you want to say? Any last words? Anything? No, I'm good. That was a good job by you. Yeah, I think that was good. We uh, got through it. We got through it. You weren't We're that dark. We're fine. Okay. Okay. Check us out. NFMLfield.com. Follow us on Twitter at FMLfield. Sports Patreon.com. Subscribe, rate, review, dear.